Hello everyone, I'm Daniel Green here. Welcome back to Sometimes I Wonder. Today I'm joined by Julia Nixon and Johnny Marshall. Greetings, greetings. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. You know, we're a little in the field out here at Arnone, so shout. Great shout coffee bar, us. by the way. You know, Great coffee place. Uh, good for a little, uh, little tapas. I know that's Spanish, but, you know, a little appetizer here tonight. Um, so, what are we talking about today, You know, I know many of my listeners are also swimmers, and they also would just love to hear your thoughts on the recent Golden Globes. What do you think about them? Golden Goggles. Golden Goggles, sorry. Golden Goggles. About uh, head head coach Nesty, they're getting coach coach of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, no surprise on my my behalf. Uh, you know, I'm committed to the University of Florida, and... You know, that's for, that's for good reason. You know, I think uh, other than, you know, the great amenities that, uh, that the SEC offers, that Florida offers, um, I think that Coach Nesty has proven time and time again, uh, you know, his value as a coach uh, and, you know, his great, his great swimming mind. I mean, this guy's, you know, if you don't know, it's uh, 1980. Uh, gold medalist in the 100 fly for Suriname. I mean, the guy's on the currency in Suriname. You know, he's pretty legit. Um, And I think he also understands, which is great for me, he understands, you know, being a foreigner. He understands... um, Well, and I say that it's not like I'm a foreigner. Guys, guys. It's not like I'm a foreigner of America, but when I go abroad, I am... A foreigner because I I swim for GBR. I don't swim for the United States of America, right? So I uh, I represent a different country, and with that, um, you know, comes a lot of a different mindset. You know, I've grown up my whole life in high school swimming, USA club swimming, uh, and soon I'll be on the college. But uh, there's obviously like a let's go, you know, very high energy all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. On most foreign teams, it's yeah. more people for themselves, right? So everyone's for themselves. It's not really a huge, um, big team. And I actually, I was doing an interview with Nesty um, for my extended essay, and okay. um, I, I interviewed him and I interviewed my head coach uh, and the head coach of British swimming, uh, Mel Marshall. Uh, so he, she's who I train with when I'm overseas and. We were talking about the difference, uh, you know, in American versus uh, British swimming. And uh, what Nesty had to say was when you're on, when you're on the U.S. team, you, you are swimming for the United States of America. It's uh, athletes coaching a group, a team. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's sorry, it's coaches uh, um, coaching a team. They are a team. It's Team USA. Yeah. Whereas for Britain, what Nessie says is that's coaches coaching a bunch of individuals. Okay. And I do see that a lot, you know, and I love, I love those guys, right? They're great, you know, and I, I, some of my best friends are on that British team uh, with me, but I think that there's uh, definitely a lowered level of uh, what feels like testosterone. So would uh, you say, like, in your personal experience then, what, like, I guess, coaching style or environment do you, like, think that, not just you, but, like, athletes in general thrive in? I think, obviously, 
uh, you know, athletes will thrive in, a, in an environment where they're on a team. Okay. Um, given that swimming is such an individual sport, you know, yeah. when you when you step out on the blocks, you want people who are going to get up on their feet and cheer for you. Yeah. Every single time there's there's a swimmer on the blocks. I think that um, in, with with uh, Great Britain, you know, and it, that's just something that's very British. Yeah. You're calm, you're collected, you're polite at all times. Um, and Mel actually describes it in a different way. She says, you know, we want to have this, we want to have this politeness, and we want to have this gentlemanness to us. Uh, that we're we're very meticulous, you know, on what's going on. We're very meticulous. Uh, we're locked in, right? Yeah. So she says we almost move like ninjas. Someone that's unsaid. Okay. But when it comes down to it, you know, someone's gonna that's gonna win, right? So uh, and she likes to bring up this example of you know, um, I think it was South Africa. Yeah, South Africa, I believe. 2004 Olympics. There's this big rivalry between France and uh, America, or yeah, it's France and America. Mm -hmm. And uh, on one of the relays, South Africa, unspoken, come in from lane two and win it. Mm -hmm. Unspoken the whole way. They don't want to draw attention to themselves. Every single person was locked in for that eight day span that came down to that last relay. Right? And so. That's just part of what I think British culture is. You're calm, you're collected, you're not, you're not up, you know, with your shirts off, you know, type of thing, unless yeah. it comes to football, of course. Um, but you are, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're collected. You're not, yeah. you're not being the most arrogant, you know. You're not being the most confident, you know. You realize that other people can beat you, but uh, what lies behind that is the... Uh, determination uh, that Mel likes to preach, the, de the determination of the British mindset, um, you know, and that, that we could talk about yeah. cultural differences of the U.S. and Great Britain for hours, but, I mean, keeping it in, in a swimming scope, you know, you, you can look at, you know, Adam P., right, uh, very um, stoic, Ben Proud would be a great example, Ben mm -hmm. Proud. Doesn't say too much. I'll be in the athlete area with him. So background on these, can you explain what their best strokes are, just for so people who don't know? Ben Proud, uh, great sprinter. Um, mm. This past summer, you had a great summer. World champion, 53. European champion, 53. And uh, uh, Commonwealth Games champion, 53. So went, went all three for three. Um, but he is, you, you just wouldn't know it. I mean, yeah. obviously, he is massive, but you talk to the guy, uh, you know, very nice guy. Down to earth. Very down to earth. And honestly, I mean, if you didn't know who he was, when you talk to him, you don't say, oh, this is this guy's really good, like, or this guy's, you know, he must have something to his name. He's not like that. He's like every other dude on the team that still hasn't earned anything, you know? He's, uh, yeah, he's not he's not cocky at all. He's uh, very stoic within his, within his ways and, you know, just... A prime example of you know uh, being a British gentleman. So okay. yeah. And Adam Peaty. Adam Peaty, um, I think it's changed. I think 2016 he was unspoken. Mm -hmm. When he when he finishes to the wall there, 
he celebrates, he doesn't celebrate like, yeah, right? He celebrates, he looks to the sky and he, and he takes in the moment with his hands upturned as if to say like, you know, he was just embracing the moment. Recently, I think he's, uh, he's become more brooding. He thinks he's, uh, I think he thinks he's Miles Teller in Whiplash <laughs> kind of thing. Like he, uh, he obviously, he, he broke up with his girlfriend. He's like, these are the sacrifices I've had to make. But I think the other thing is, I like Adam because he's that get in your face type of guy. Yeah. You know, at practice, you know, at meetings, he's that get in your face type of guy. The thing, a, a, a type of mentality that both Danny and I, uh, you know, thrive in. And Danny, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing that helped me push myself and like my teammates especially like in uh high school was just that the when when you're down and you're swimming and you're in your head and you're just like you're not even like thinking about like the set you're not thinking about trying you're just like can't wait till this is over i can't wait to go home and get some food and then all of a sudden when your buddy comes up and he like looks at you is just like what the fuck are you doing go faster you're just like oh and it's like a little it's like a little slap in the face to like wake you up and me, me and Johnny really, uh, really showed that I would say. <laughs> and uh, uh, we we like to we like to work hard. And the best way that we found that we could work hard in it is if we were yelling at each other, you know. And having those people on teams, especially like uh, national level teams, is like a necessity, I think, because you have to have that person who will say something, you know. Right. Because. And- yeah. yeah, yeah. So this was a huge talk that we had uh, with the British team last time I was over there in Lofra. And we were talking about, um, we were, well, James, uh, what's the James guy? No, it was um, James Wilby. James Wilby, great breaststroker, um, Commonwealth champion this year in the 100. Love to see that. Um, 100 breast. And he's talking about this four-stage uh, mentality. Um, and he talks about, I think I actually have this in my notes. Um, so we have James Williams, this four-step philosophy. So first, you have to find what needs to happen for you to make yourself better. Okay. So in other words, self-criticism. Mm-hmm. Right. After that, uh, you have to be able to take criticism from other people and apply it given it's not shit, obviously. <laughs> so you need to take that third-party criticism. You also need to be uh, willing to say, or re- willing to realize, maybe not all of this criticism is the best criticism, you know? Yeah. What, is, what does this person actually know, and, you know, is this good advice? The third is building relationships with training partners in order to learn, you know, the personality of whom you're training with. So that's a really big part. So, obviously, for a guy like Adam, for a guy like you, Danny, I know that I can get in your face and yell at you, call you a bunch of names, and that's what's going to make you work harder, right? So, the last part is being able to give criticism to your teammates in a constructive way that corresponds with what they need. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, for you, that's getting in your face and yelling at you, wake up, wake up, lock in. You know, that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna push you. I mean, I'm in the pool at, at Lufra with, with, I'm in the lane with Adam and James Guy, right? Yeah. James Guy, great swimmer, and uh, he's just 
in my face the whole time. We got, um, there was a A set, which was uh, 10-200s with fins, and a B set that was just uh, some sprint and drill work. And Adam, you have to decide as a lane what you want to do. And I'm like, oh, B, B, guy behind me, B. Adam's like, no, A. We need to go A because, Johnny, you need to go a 52 when it comes to the Olympics. Right? Yeah. So he's in my face like that. You guys are a bunch of pussies, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we need to do this to get better. Right? So obviously, I mean, that was, that was huge. And it's just like, for me, that's what works. And obviously, I come up in that, in that Firestone mindset where that is what it's like, you know? And that's the legacy that's left behind is these hard-nosed coaches that will get in your face and, you know, <laughs> get on you. And, you know, Nesty is like that as well. Steve Youngbluth, who used to be with Florida, is, is like that. So, um, and Greg Troy even, you know, from prior Florida years as well. So that's the one mentality, right? But then there's other mentalities on, this, on the team, right? Uh, Stanley Neekamp, for example. That's a guy you need to motivate every single day on the little things, right? Yeah. Stanley, you know. We need to get up. We need to, you know, do better, right, at this. We need to lock in here. Let's go, like, motivating, right, with, uh, you know, a good attitude. Yeah. It's not bringing him down. And I wouldn't say that I'm trying to bring you down, Danny. It's just that I'm motivating you in a way that I know I have to motivate you with. Exactly. So it's different for different people, and that comes down to the, you know, four different personalities that, you know, are within people. So, yeah. Obviously, that is a big, uh, big point that we touched on, and you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm excited to go to Florida and kind of learn who's who, mm-hmm. especially you know how they train. And- how they well, obviously, how they train. You need to be a little bit tougher to you know survive at Florida. Yeah. But the other thing is, you need to uh, learn your teammates, right? So I just can't wait to get down there with those guys and kind of learn who's who. You know, who needs the, mo- who needs the, you know, uh, stay strong. Yeah. yeah. Who needs the stay strong? Let's do this. We got this. Who needs the fuck you? You know, you're a pussy. Like, get, like who needs that? Yeah. Who needs the, you're not going to do shit if you don't try right now. Yeah. So, so I think that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. But, you know, yeah. Great. And I mean, I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to watching on the big screen. Can't wait. You know, uh, maybe we'll see you at trials. Bro's, bro's downloading. Bro's downloading <laughs> SEC Network. Yeah, d- downloading SEC Network. Can't wait. Swim Sam, I'm going to be locked on. It's <laughs> like, where, where's Johnny? Where is he? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely going to be a different experience, you know, going as a big, big fish, little pond to... Uh, little pond or little little fish big pond right yeah. so obviously a little daunting programs down the program down there is probably the hardest in in nca swimming yeah uh just training wise just the hardest uh overall given that their sprints their sprint group goes five thousand at uh, a practice yeah most Which, sprint groups i was talking to you know during my recruit recruitment was before k yeah, three, three to four k every day. You know, bunch of power, blah blah blah, little sprint. You know, uh, lots of technique. Florida, it's not like that. Those guys, they throw down every day. You yeah. know, and that's, I mean, it's created some of the best swimmers in the world as well. So, uh, I think I'm very, very stoked for that. Um, but yeah, Denny, how's, what do you think? How does Catholic compare? 
uh, give me the pros and cons that you kind of realize uh, at Catholic um, versus Firestone. Well, uh, I would definitely say that um, I felt, especially the first couple weeks, it was really hard to like get a real bond with the team because you know practice times are different, and you have to go to the ones that fit your your uh, times with like all your classes and stuff. And so it's not like you're practicing with everyone on the team every practice because some people have classes. Like I was only able to make the uh, the six eight practices, and I'm still like that's the main practice I'm able to go to. And so all the people who go to like the two to four and four to six, I never swim with. And so that was a really tough thing for me, like especially just getting over like not seeing everyone on the team every day, right. you know. And like most of the time, the only time when you see everyone on the team is at meets. Right. And so that was definitely that was, that was hard for me, and that was a big like shock for me going from Firestone where. You're training with the same people every day in the pool, in the weight room, you know. Yeah, and you're doing everything each together. Other all the time. Yeah. And, uh, but I've definitely, um, I've liked the, the, uh, the way some of the upperclassmen, especially the captains, have been really, like, motivating. And, uh, there's one especially, uh, but he, he's, a he's a, he's kind of a get-in-your-face guy, but he's, he's more of a, get in your face with like he's not like yelling at you but he's like oh wow that was slow you know when you get back and you're just like oh okay that means like I go faster you know yeah I call you out yeah, yeah and it's not necessarily like and that's the same thing that me and John talk about is you don't necessarily have to be like yelling at someone it can be those like tiny comments that like pushes them and makes them better and that yeah. and that was that was a nice little thing for me to get back into awesome yeah awesome yeah yeah well, yeah, this has been a good talk. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Um, be sure to look out for Johnny Marshall uh, in the upcoming uh, swimming world, I guess. And uh, look for him at state. He'll do well there, I'm pretty sure, maybe. What, what do you think of swimming? Two free, one back? Two free, one back. Two free, one back, yeah. Second place in the two free last year, so we'll see how he goes this year. But yeah. what are you going to be, third time defending champ for the back? Yeah, looking for the three-peat, uh, you know, looking looking towards juniors uh, coming up soon. Um, and then after that, I mean, state really isn't even the big picture right now. Uh, British trials um, is, is my big my big goal, or my big meet. I have a lot of goals for that meet. Um, so those are over in uh, good old Sheffield, home of the Arctic Monkeys. So uh, great place, but... Um, yeah, we'll be back in Chef again uh, for British Champs, but there is a chance to qualify not only for Europeans, but also for uh, Worlds in Fukunara, Japan. Um, so I think that's the, that's the lofty one there, uh, but definitely doable. So uh, looking forward to that, you know, but I, I can't guarantee that State, state is going to be a full tapered, yeah. you know, just a yeah. crazy tapered type of meat where I'm popping at my finest of the year. I think, uh, might you know, just have to train through it. Not a train through, obviously come down, but, and taper a little, but I, I, it's, uh, you know, when you get to a certain point, you know, what does the Ohio State meet mean anymore? Yeah. And obviously I'm grateful to be in such a great swim state like Ohio, you know, you could be in other states where you just walk away with it, you run away with it. Yeah. Um, 
thankfully I have my uh, future teammate Scotty Buff to push me obviously uh, in the hundred back. Um, always a tight race. Always a tight race. Ooh. So uh, you know that's obviously great, but you know you kind of gotta take a step back, look at what's really gonna be important, what's gonna make you money, what's gonna put your name out there, because you know swimming's all about making money in swimming making money in swimming is all about the name you know yeah. you don't get these crazy deals for signing to a team and you you know so it's it's not like most uh you know pro sport uh it, it, you got to kind of make your own money there where you can so obviously getting the name out there everyone should go follow me on instagram if you're not already because nil is going to be my savior at least i hope <laughs> Uh, thank God the NCAA for allowing an NIL. It took them long enough. Yeah, right? All right, everyone. Well, that's all the time we have for today. And uh, thank you all for listening. And have a great rest of your day. Be sure to look out for new episodes coming out. And as Johnny just mentioned, uh, follow him on Instagram at what? Johnny C. Marshall. Johnny C. Marshall, right no there. H. No H. No H. No H. Grazie. All right. Ciao. Have a good day.